All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to Counterculture Ketchup. Uh, my name is Joel. To my right, my right this time, is our effulgent pastor. <laughs> Bright and radiant. <laughs> All right. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful effulgent smile. That's mine. Uh, See together... the light in my eyes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this effulgent enough for you? <laughs> it's fully effulgent. Uh, right. yes. uh, together we want to if we ever get around to it we want to motivate the church I have a round to it if to... you want <laughs> <laughs> we haven't tracks. done this for a while yeah <laughs> they're so great though here's if you ever get around to it here's a round to it they're good tracks shout out to uh, living, comfort. living yeah, waters yeah Oh man, those are great. Anyway, we're we're back, and uh, we're we're excited to be back, and that's why we're amen. Yeah, we're laughing it up. Uh, together, we want to motivate the church to influence the culture with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to our Freedom Church NJ YouTube channel and wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also invite you to leave a review on any podcast app. To help more people see our channel, leave a comment. And if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, um, that'd be great. And uh, get involved in the discussion. Mm-hmm. We, we definitely would like to hear back. Um, if you guys appreciate this material, if you have questions, you know, it'd be, it'd be good to have that dialogue. Mm-hmm. So, um, also like to, uh, of course, our, our sponsor, the friendsoftodayschoice.org. Mm-hmm. That's a women's resource center in New, New Jersey. So we'd like to encourage you to support them. Go to friendsoftodayschoice.org and, uh, and see where you can donate to help financially support them. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So what are we doing tonight? Yeah, so tonight. Joel. <laughs> Is that the pinky in the brain thing? <laughs> Same thing we do every night. Right. I was not supposed to say. <laughs> I missed my bit. <laughs> We're going to take over the oh, world. that's right. I missed that part, too. I missed everything. <laughs> <laughs> what is next? <laughs> what I'm supposed to say. Nothing. nothing. That's it. Then you just go. be quiet then for the rest of the, the podcast. Nobody wants to hear you anyway. <laughs> They're all here for me. Uh, well, <laughs> I've heard otherwise. <laughs> Joel, I like when you do the podcast. Oh, by yourself. I know. I've heard that, too. Oh, one time that's hurtful i like it better with you 1000 percent. i do not okay. like recording by myself <laughs> just fyi that's tough um so we are uh we're in a different place today we're in my my special place of dwelling we're gonna talk today about christian nationalism which is a topic <clears throat> that has been going around the um media a lot uh especially in the past i don't know what since january well, since, 6th since right? january 6th yeah 2021 um, yeah but it has like kind of a brought with it like a false narrative um and we talk a lot on the podcast um about defining our terms and understanding what it means by the things that you're saying especially if you're accusing somebody else of being a certain label like a christian nationalist which is usually meant to be a derogatory term but if we look at it that's what we want to do today look at it and kind of see is it actually yeah a bad thing because um, if you just take those two words together doesn't necessarily sound that bad right but the way that it's being used it definitely is meant to be negative oh sure so yeah. so that's what we're gonna 
dig into today. Changing definitions. That's what it's all about. That's what the left yeah. does best, doesn't I think, it? Uh, with Doug Wilson. Shout out to Doug Wilson. Yeah. If you haven't seen Doug's stuff, you got to watch yeah. it. Um, but he's uh, his shout out. Like um, he, I forget what he rep- what his whole point was. I forget. I forget <laughs> nice. the whole point. It's gone. Um, you were going to say gone. something that, like changing the words in the. Dictionary. Oh yes, yeah. he says that. Uh, uh, what did it, I, I forget exactly I what he tell. says, but it's something like <laughs> like um, whoever controls the dictionary. That's really the case. Yeah. And so, um, and you'll see, like, we're going to present both sides of it. So we're going to, first, we're going to deal with kind of the, the leftist view, the, um, the more um, progressive view of what Christian nationalism looks like. And this is, this really isn't, it, it, it's defining it, but it's not really going into like, like a lot of the particulars, like we, we did more research watched a bunch of videos to try and get a good definition mm-hmm. from the left of what it is mm-hmm. and from the right yeah. from the conservative christian point of view what this might look like and uh it was easier to find it on the right i think because mm-hmm. there we have some newer books that have been written and uh to to try and answer that but it's still there like uh, it's still not a hundred percent you know mm-hmm. i think that we're going to go over a little video it's a short video um, with a presentation of what Christian nationalism really looks like. Yeah. And, I, and it's well done. I, there may be some little things in there that, that you might say, oh, I'm not 100, 100% sure about mm-hmm. that, but, but it's really well done. And, uh, but then from the left side, we're going to be going through some, some material from the Interfaith Alliance. Oh, I love the sound of that already. <laughs> protecting faith and freedom. Mm, yes, Unless you're a conservative Christian. Um, which is, it's just, uh, yeah. it's amazing to me. It's amazing how they like to uh, adjust all that stuff to their to their needs. So we'll read some of this stuff. We'll go through it. I have some highlighted stuff that I wanted to, to address. And uh, so we want to dig into that a little mm-hmm. bit because this is an issue right now, especially after January 6th, like yeah. you said, has really come up a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've seen videos uh nbc has done videos on it um i also like to encourage you to uh, watch what founders ministry has done on on this topic mm-hmm. it's Vody bacham and mm-hmm. uh, uh tom askell and they do a great each one does a presentation on it and then after that they have kind of a um a forum sit around and, and discuss and it a panel discussion, a panel yeah. discussion and uh and it's really, really good because yeah. the one of the things when you're when you're presented with Christian nationalism is you when if someone were to say to you, "Are you a Christian nationalist?" You know the answer should be, "Well, who's asking?" Yeah, and, and what, what do, do they you mean? mean? Yeah, you know because again the definitions are so yeah. amorphous, really. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to get a hold of, and. Uh, and some of the stuff, like some of the videos we watched, I forget the name of the guy who presented, but mm-hmm. when he was going through, like he gave like six definitions of what makes Christian nationalist. And, uh, and I remember being like, well, I don't know anybody who thinks that yeah. way. <laughs> like, I don't think I've met somebody who thinks that way. Yeah, misrepresenting. And it was, it's so foreign, you know. And he was a Christian who was presenting it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think he did a good job. Uh, laying it out so it's church dropout 
right? Mm-hmm. Uncovering truth. Exposing Christian nationalism's distorted gospel and its impact on God's church. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I would call that maybe... What was maybe, your thought about that? Well, maybe yeah. it was like midway between the full-on left, like progressive agenda of what they want you to think when they say the words <laughs> Christian nationalism, which to me is like very foreign to anything that's fair or representing what a Christian nation would ever look like. And then the right side, which would be, I don't mean right in terms of correct, but the right political side, where Christian nationalism can, it means a completely other thing, where it's like, well, Christ is king, so um, we should kind of be like following him. Mm-hmm. It's like, if that's all right. it is, it's like, all yeah. right. Okay. I, I think I probably would rather do that than, you know, having like atheism as the law of the land, sure. you know? Sure. So, but this guy, as a Christian, was talking, talking about christian nationalism but i think what he didn't do well was he didn't define it in a way that anybody rightly would say yes this is what i believe so he kind of took i think he maybe he bought into the lies that the left is saying about what christian nationalism is and put an equal sign between that is christian nationalism and then said why it's not good right but when you look at what the other side who actually believes that Christian nationalism would be a good thing is saying they're not defining it the way that the left is saying that it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally different definition. And, and the thing is like, if, if, if it's what the left is saying, well then I'm not a Christian nationalist. That's not what I believe. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, um, but if it's a matter of, I, I want to see biblical principles applied in our nation and I believe that our nation it was founded on those those principles, and I think that that's, I mean, the the argument against that by, uh, the these supposed historians, like I don't know how you get that, but just by reading what the founders mm-hmm. wrote mm-hmm. themselves, like it's amazing, mm-hmm. you know, the to suggest that they're they were all deists or whatever, yeah, it's yeah, just. Yeah. It's so ridiculous on its face. Well, we went over the Constitution yeah. and what they actually believe in the worldview that gave rise to that. Right. And they clearly were were biblical Christians yeah. and they yeah. had that, that worldview. And that's what they wanted for their nation. Right. And and so. with, without the without this, and we'll get into these terms too, without this idea of a, the, of a theocracy, mm-hmm. they were looking for a free nation <clears throat> that was founded on the biblical principles that are established because of, um, well, established scripturally, right. you know, that so word, it's, yeah. it's, you know, and, and that's how we have the freedoms that we have. That's mm-hmm. how we have a constitution that is the longest, um, governing constitution in the history of, of constitutions. Right. Maybe. Right. <laughs> you know, because the principles work, Yeah. you know, and anybody who would suggest that they don't work, just take a look. I mean, this is silly. It's 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 ridiculous on its face yeah. to say that. You know, the average constitution, I think, what, lasts like 17 years yeah. or something like that. And uh, so it's we're way beyond that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now we're starting to see it. The, and we, you see it throughout history, right? You see the uh, the um, the the work that goes against the nation you saw it you know um with uh the this idea of postmodernism and and all of those kind of things have come mm-hmm. into that even darwinism you know the idea that well man man isn't valuable himself well 
the beginning of our, 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 of our constitution would suggest differently, right. you know, that we're all created, you know, right. oh, our declaration right. would suggest that we're all created, um, with inalienable exactly. rights yeah. that were, were made important. Like we're yeah. given rights by God, yeah. you know? So, um, so there's, there's that, there's always this push against it, but now, um, <clears throat> whoever controls the dictionary, but whoever controls the, the means of information, mm-hmm. um, the press, the press really can control what ha- the, the propagandizing of the populace mm-hmm. to really start to, um, to come against something that's good mm-hmm. by just changing its meaning, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. change what it is that, right. and, and we'll, as we look through this, you'll see, yeah. They, they start off by saying that they're, um, that this interfaith alliance, national advocacy organization that champions an inclusive vision of religious freedom, protective of people of all faiths and none, mm. which we'll get into the none thing yeah, because yeah. none religion is not protected under the constitution. Mm. You know, it's no religion. It's specific to religion. It's not pre- specific of, of non-religion. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but then it changes the definition, or it changes the um, the root of Christian nationalism to, well, we don't protect this because it's not a religious thing. It's a political thing. You know, and it's like so they have mm-hmm. to change it. Because as soon as you change that and make it less than it is, make it something different, it's like the, you see it all throughout the, the history. As soon as you, you, if you can make people think that either other people or other, other ideologies are not, um, are not valid, then you can control mm. them to, to build an alliance against those things. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you saw it, you see it with the Hutus and the Tutsis mm-hmm. and you see it with, you saw it in Nazi Germany, you saw it in, in Russia and it's changing that thing to say, they're not really people, Yeah. you know, and it, this is doing the same thing. It's just in a different, mm-hmm. different way, you mm-hmm. know, but that's the same thing. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into the same thing too, because this, all of this kind of thing, this narrative that's being pushed against Christian nationalism is an old same thing mm-hmm. that is just, and it's working all through the culture, and we have to be wise to see mm-hmm. it. So, but we'll yeah. get into that teaser. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to yeah. entice people to. Yeah, well, um, yeah. As we go get into this um, interfaith alliance and what they have to say about Christian nationalism, definitely one of the questions that I had when going into studying for this is about if America, when it was founded if we would call that a Christian nation. Because right now, I think it's kind of running on fumes. Is that the right expression? Sure. <laughs> um, of the foundation that it had. Um, you know, you still have the Constitution, and the Declaration is, is still standing, you know, it's still like a thing. But you definitely can see some of the the foundations that they had there start to kind of be crumbling. Um, and, and so it's kind of like hanging in midair. It's like, the biblical worldview is still here, but it's like, no, the people are wanting it less and less. So I think that's where, um, the Christian 
nationalist comes in and is like, we kind of want it to go back to more God in the nation instead of less. But the people who don't like it are saying, we want freedom, period. Right. Which would mean freedom of uh, expression and freedom of religion, any religion, freedom of expression, any expression. Right. So including transgender stuff and the um, LGBTQ, um, you can't discriminate against them. And then to discriminate would be, have a very broad topic um, so that if you just are calling somebody um, in sin or it goes against nature, that is labeled discrimination. And now in our country, that's not allowed. Well, in a Christian nation, because you would be following what the Bible says, then you wouldn't have that. So I think over time, America has changed from being built on the Christian foundation to now being built built on freedom. And I think that word has also been kind of hijacked. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because for the people in starting America, it was freedom because of what God gave us. And now right. it's just free to be whoever you want to be. Right. And that's not the same thing. Right. And I think that's why, well, that's why it's important that we talk about this. Because I think it would be a big help for our nation if it got more godly and less everybody can be whatever you want to be while still having freedoms of you are still free to believe what you want to believe. But in this nation, we uphold godly principles because they work and they're the best. Sure. And every other nation that doesn't have that stinks right. pretty much. Right? Well, they, well, well, the they want autonomy. They want utter freedom, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you can't have that. You can't have it in a nation of laws, right? We, we learned that in a constitution um, class as well. Like our nation is a nation of laws. And right. so those laws have to be established on something, you know, and yeah. they have to be just. And, they, and we work on those being just and fair, being honest, being like, fi- like doing these things right. And the founders worked hard to try and establish those things the right way. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is when you change the definition of things, when you take the foundation out that established those laws, now it's, well, the freedom to do everything. Yeah. It's like, well, I, you know, I thought this was a free country, right, so right. I should be able to do this. And it's like, well, no, you're, we have structure. Yeah. There's a structure there. And, and, and this falls to this whole idea of, of other cultures coming into our nation and wanting to change our culture. It's like, no, 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 no. This is our culture here, which is should be a, a foundation of Christian principles because they're good for everyone. Mm-hmm. They're good for the atheist mm-hmm. as well as, as yes. for the Christian. Like, they're, they're, there's nothing there. That's what we're going to see in, in those, the video later. Right. Like, unless you think that our Constitution is flawed. And they these folks... But then why are you going well, to America, then? These folks may very well think that. Mm-hmm. That, well, you know, the Constitution's a living document. And, you know, it's going to change over mm-hmm. time because things change. And it's like... No, it should stay the same because it's what's provided us for this many years, the freedoms for everyone, which has allowed people to come to this country with the hope of becoming anything they wanted to be mm-hmm. within that yes, the structure, culture, within, within the bound, that. The boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. And so 
to, to for for a Muslim culture to come over and want to have their own town set up with Sharia law doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You live within our country. We wouldn't be able to do that in their mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Set up a so Christian that is rule. the sense of nationalism, yeah. right? And that's the, and that's where I see nationalism. It's not a. It's not like it, see. So I think we should define it a little bit. Like they're going to define Christian nationalism as one of our beginning points is that it's um, we see our nation as some sort of special nation, kind of like new Israel, mm-hmm. you know, where God looks on us as like special, mm, the apple of his eye, you know, yeah. and it's, and I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. I see our nation as a blessed nation mm-hmm. because we have upheld his principles, right, right. but that doesn't mean that we're special yeah. we're, we're you know, we're special in ways, but, only because, because we're different. Well, a nation really yeah. isn't like a thing outside sure. of the people that inhabit it. Yeah. So God's people, individual, and the church is his special yeah. chosen possession. Sure. The church, exactly. The churches. And that's as a whole in any in and, any and Yeah, the same, it but it's the same church in China and exactly. in his, uh, Muslim countries yeah. or anywhere. But the sense of nationalism, I think, is what people almost don't like as much as Christian. Because... A Muslim nation has its own set of laws and stuff. And I think people are like, that's not a good thing. So then when we set up uh, laws, like based on Christian principles, it's almost like, so what are we doing that's differently? And to me, I'm like, well, we kind of have like the right way to do it. It's not that the whole like throw out the baby with the bathwater. Like, well, they have laws in Muslim countries in Iran. So we shouldn't have laws in America. It's like, no, we should definitely still have laws, but what are your laws going to be based off of? Right. And they were based off, and to a sense they still are today, America, the laws were based off of godly principles. That's why, and that's what gave it the freedom. So if you're saying we don't want to be a Christian nation like that, you get all of those principles taken away too, I think. Maybe an atheist would be like, no, these are just laws like don't murder, don't steal, that are just kind of ingrained in the world, and we should just... But obviously... Everybody has a different definition of what right and wrong is, at least when you get to the nitty gritty, like abortion or whatever. So, um, or else every nation would just have the same set of laws. So we don't like when Islam takes it too far and they um, impose... Uh, Sharia law. Yeah. And not being able to to worship the way... Sharia law. Yeah. But, but they're, because they're a theocracy. You know, because they they have their priesthood who runs the country, mm-hmm. um, which, again, we can define those things. Sure, yeah. You know, because you have theocracy, theonomy, yeah, um, and nationalist. Right. You know, they're different. They're different definitions. You know, mm-hmm. um, theonomy is a whole other thing, which I think is a little a, a little harder to to define because because it's more of a progressive but not progressive in the sense of like a bad way a bad way but it's but there's the good, a progression the good new age. there's a progression <laughs> to it yeah, the good new age um but uh but it's a uh yeah go ahead you gonna do it ah you said the quiet part out loud again yeah, yeah. um <laughs> the good new age but the uh um so so there's a difference between those things you know so a theocracy would be um a nation that is set up with a priesthood like Israel, you know, was set up, you know, so it's, it's, you have the, the priests are the ones who determine the law. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who control everything. 
then you have a theonomy, which is um, a, a nation that is established on biblical principles, including Old Testament um, moral law. moral law, and uh, and then nationalism is just saying that we want. I think that we want the principles that were in our founding to be understood the way that they were written, and we want them applied again in our nation because it because those principles are are they're biblical principles and they're good for everyone. They produce the most freedom and the most prosperity than any other principles that mm -hmm. are out there. You know, um, we look at and and what's it's more than just like we, we use the term biblical it's it's christ-like things you know so to to kind of hone in on that mm -hmm. i think is important yeah. because when we think biblical it's it principles it's like okay well um don't murder don't steal those yeah, kind yeah. of things but it's more than that you know like this whole idea that that as a white christian nationalist i would not I wouldn't care about marginalized groups. Mm, right. I don't really even like to use the terms, but yeah. but people who you know, black uh, uh, black people or or um, Asians or whatever, like, well, no. If I'm honoring Christ, well, then I love them yeah. because they're made in God's image, right, right. like me. Yeah, they're not worse than me. They're not better than me. Yeah. we're all in the same place. Yeah, and so. So that's Christ-like principles. That's what we, that's what I would want to see mm -hmm. as a, as a. Well, that's what I think anybody Christian who, who actually says that they are a Christian nationalist, yeah. they're going to do that because that's what Jesus says to do, to, exactly. to love everybody. So it's like, well, why would I not love yeah. marginalized groups? I think the thing is that they, they see, or maybe they just hear a narrative of white Christian yeah. nationalists Maybe they did something bad, let's say. Let's say somebody who self-proclaims as a white Christian nationalist did something bad to a marginalized group. And then you say, okay, so that's what this this title does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is they are just they are just like this. But of course you could say that about anything. Sure. Because you could say, Well, this black people this black person did something really bad. So that means that black yeah. must nationalists... be all black. <laughs> all black people who are like them. It's just it's so ridiculous to just lump everybody together. Mm -hmm. So, and kind of fit at everybody under this mm -hmm. one title without going through the, the details. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in the video that we watched in Counterculture, since this is a Counterculture Reacts, yeah. and we took like 10 minutes on the, actual, uh, on the actual Christian. Nation. I know. But one thing that Doug said in his video, and I'll link it uh, down below, is that there's really only three choices. You're glo globalist. Globalist nationalist or tribalist right so tribalist is you take all the different like specifics of a people group so like your culture or your social status or whatever and then they have a different set of laws and rules a uh, different way of living than any other race or you know and that i don't think uh, i know that anybody wants that globalism i definitely don't want, want that where you have some hierarchy at the top that yeah, is like dictating. Like the World Economic Forum. Yeah, right yeah they're yeah, dictating ridiculous. everything in your life. Because they know forward. better because they're the elites. They're <laughs> oh, yeah, and they course. have a lot of money, so oh. they must know better. That is generally how that works. Um. <laughs> oh, you said the quiet part out loud again. <laughs> so it's like, do you want to be a tribalist? 
Do you want to be a globalist or do you want to be a nationalist? Which is essentially a nationalist just means you have borders. Right. So Borders and, and one common law. Mm-hmm. And we'll see that as In we the... get into what, uh, Stephen Wolf's presentation mm-hmm. from the other side, mm-hmm. you know, from the good side. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, so which one do you want to be? Do you want to be a tribalistic, right. <laughs> which is really, really small groups that uh, have their and, own. And war. Yes. Because now there's no there's particular no, freedom. Um, there's no unity. Yeah, no unity. Um, and or, that's what the left wants, though. They want like this. They that's want division. when I was saying like. Why don't we this go is, into this? Is get this is an old, like thing that's cro- like mm. just creeping up again. It's that. It's mm-hmm. that whole idea of marginalized groups, and cultural Marxism. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. It's the yeah. the Bodhi does a great job with it where he presents like the wheel of oppression. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's like the the triple like. Uh, I forget what he says, but it's yeah. like a triple, triple whammy, whammy yeah. that it's white, Christian, and nationalist, right, right. all oppressors, right in the middle, yeah, I yeah. think. And then on the outside of the wheel, you have all of these, the further out you get, the more oppressed mm-hmm. these marginalized groups mm-hmm. are. And it's just like... The whole thought process around that yeah. is the problem. Yeah. It's separating people into different classes sure. already. And that's... That, that is where the root of the problem, right. because if you realize that we're all made in the image of God, and so we're all then um, equal in that sense, then there is no, no uh, there's no black, white, female, female, right. we're all one in Christ Jesus. And if we live in that, which is so like frustrating, and I don't really understand it, because the left will say like, you know, we need unity, right. we need to all come together and stuff, but they're the ones making that that circle of uh, intersectionality yeah. where you have the gender and mixed with, and all this other stuff. It's like, how can we be unified when you just made 3 million different things that each individual can be that you're saying. And if you have just a little bit more white in you, or you have a little bit more white privilege, then you're the one oppressing them. Right. Right. No matter if you actually are or not, but just because right. of your race, then that is going to inherently just bring division in. Yeah. Oh, it can't. It, it has to. And and that division, like, what's the end of that? It's the destruction of the culture. Yeah. And because then it's tribalism. Right. That's exactly. what you get to exactly. is tribalism. Exactly. And so then, and, and you look, look at what's going on with the border down south. Like, they want yeah. that. They want the border open. They don't want borders. You know, they right. think that they right. can, u- like, unify this. Like, when... Uh, you know, when you hear people uh, in politics say we need to unify, it's like unify under who? Right. Under what? And it's interesting while you were talking about the uh, this melting pot of the of the country. Mm-hmm. It's such a Christian principle in itself to for the nation, for our founders to say all men are created equal. And we open our like the the way our country has has opened its borders and said come to come to to America, mm-hmm. you're you're welcome to come here, mm-hmm. bring you know bring your family. And you'll be treated with yeah. respect and, and, and freedom. And you have the freedoms that every other person has. You know whether you're white, black, brown, whatever it is, you know you have those freedoms now. Things were, things were tough in the past with mm-hmm. that. Like the America isn't innocent sure. in, in some uh, respects, but, but what has, what has pushed our nation to get beyond those things is the understanding of those kind of 
uh, key tenets of Christianity. Mm -hmm. Without that, you don't have um, the end of slavery. Mm -hmm. Look around the world. Like, there's a ton of slavery going on. And you know who's not doing it? Christian nations. Christian people are not doing it. You know, so it's like, it's just... uh, Would you you say that when, when people came over to America in the 1800s, let's say, did they know that they were entering a Christian nation or did they see it as more of a free nation? Um, Cause I, I think I'm a... not sure. I, I would definitely just be guessing. Um, but I believe in the 1800s, there was um, uh, a Supreme court justice, justice Brewer who had written um, a whole, um, he, he, it was, it was uh um, had to do with a trial that they were they were uh, adjudicating, and he, he I I think he he had written up his um, his answer or whatever it's called I forget what it's called when the the justices write up, but he he wrote it up and he clearly states all of the reasons our nation is a Christian nation, mm. and like nails there's a book. Like he, he, it's all down there. He references statements from founders. He mm. references so much stuff. He references law. He goes through all of these things. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. But he says it. Our nation is a Christian nation, and I'm going to show you why. Wow. Essentially, that's what so that, that That's is. a huge point for me. So in the 1800s. I believe he was late 1800s. Okay. Wow. So that's pretty late in yeah. American history. Yeah. Um, that's a huge point for me because really what um, a, the Christian nationalist is saying is we kind of want to go back to the founding of America. Um, and not just that it was, um, well, that it was a Christian nation. It wasn't like the free nation. You see like the difference? I'm. It wasn't like you can, you can be whoever right, you want to be in America. Right. It's like that I think has been... Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, redefined right? for sure. Absolutely. Like the land Absolutely. of the free and the home of the brave. Right. True. But the land of the free doesn't mean I can be a furry right. in America and this is great. <laughs> or I can be um, a man can be a woman because it's the land of the right. free, right? That's not what they would have meant by the land of the free. Right. Back then. And so you can, you have, well, it, it really would mean that you are, you are, Created in God's image with these inalienable rights. That's what that would mean. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but it also would mean that you're coming to our nation to have the, the, the freedom and the opportunity to, um, to live your dream, essentially, like, you know, to, to make money for your family, mm-hmm. to, you know, buy property, to all of those rights that are listed in the, in the constitution, then to not have um, the government tell you that you can't right that they're not controlling, you know, you, that's the freedom they're talking about, but those limits are still there. Yeah. The cultural the limits laws. are there. The borders are there. All of that stuff is there and it's come over. That's fine. Come to Ellis Island, do what you want to do but be part of our nation, you know, now there was, you know, there was, um, segregation. There were differences mm-hmm. in cultures, you know, and you see that in, in smaller aspects, you know, you have a Chinatown or you have all that stuff, mm-hmm. but, um, 
And at the time, I think there was, there was probably more of that because it was hard for people to come together and learn from mm -hmm. one another. But there was also a ton of people who came and what did they do? Their name was too Irish. They changed it <laughs> so that they could integrate mm -hmm. without being discriminated against because there was that mm -hmm. personal prejudice and, mm -hmm. and those kind of things. But those principles, that's what it is. It's those principles that allowed them, that anybody to come in and just build a life for themselves. Well, yeah, because nobody yeah. is saying, oh, if you're Japanese and you come over, you can't do anything Japanese in America. Right. That's not the point. Right. But the point would be if you're going to try to um, influence in a negative way the culture based on the dictator in yeah, Japan. The laws let's say. of Japan. Yeah. yeah, then that's where that's not your um, sphere of influence. You can only like you can believe whatever you want to believe in your head. But in the nation, there's a certain there are certain laws and rules that you can't go against. And I think that would be true in any parent in their home. Sure. If their kid who's like 15, right, wants to um, let's say put up a pride flag in their house right. and the parents don't agree with that. <clears throat> their parents have the right to say in my house you you can't put that up because it's an expression of me so people come in now they think do you support sure this right but the teenager is still free to believe that in her mind his or her mind or it that's that's bad no it no <laughs> oh you said the quiet part out loud again i love this you said the part you shouldn't have said out loud. <laughs> <laughs> if you're um a parent you're going to have laws and you're going to have rules in your house. Uh, if you don't, you're a fool as a parent, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's not <laughs> a great thing. Um, I wish parents were better at it, personally. But the individual still has their own rights to, and rights before God, to believe correctly. Sure. But that's still on them uh, in their own skull. Right. But what comes outside is for the nation, or in the sense the home, to be able to... Um, set the rules for right. so i think we're saying kind of a similar thing for the nation is you can come over and you can believe whatever you want to believe you can believe king jong-un is god if you want but if you're going to set up a statue right <laughs> to in king jong-un in the public square yeah. to king jong -un. i can't say this name. kim jong-un kim yeah. jong-un okay pooh bear i just call him yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't set up yeah a statue of him outside the white house because then everybody comes by, they're going to think that you are supporting him and that he's your leader or something. And so that's where you just need to have those boundaries. But I think that, to me, that makes it pretty clear what we mean by nationalism. Yeah. yeah, yeah so what, what is the nation's laws? What's its standard? And right. I think besides, um, besides it being the Bible. Yeah. The no, Bible. I think, that's a good, I think that's a good presentation, actually. Um, it's about time. Um, <clears throat> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, you said the quiet part out loud again. But this is the this thing is, is great. Oh, good. I'm glad you get to use it a lot. Um, <laughs> we say the quiet part out loud a lot. <laughs> Go, for but, it. Uh, Go for it. So in the the paragraph, and and I would encourage you if you want to, um, if you want to see this, just go to just look it up. Interfaith Alliance Christian Nationalism. I'm sure you'll get this. You get all kinds of crazy stuff. But uh, but here on the the front page, it says Christian nationalism rejects these constitutional guarantees, which guarantees are the establishment clause, first amendment, those kind of things. 
Um, instead, seeking to privilege Christians above all others. That is, and, and I know what they're doing, right? They're, they're tailoring that statement to suggest that if I want Christ-like principles, which are our laws we do want, now, like we do I, want, they're yeah. already there. Oh, um, which are, yes, it's already in place. Yeah, which is, well, don't murder. Don't do these things yeah. like freedom of, you know, property, those kind of property rights, defending yourself, like personal responsibility, like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, we somehow are saying that we uh, are seeking to privilege Christians above yeah. all others, which is not the case at all, yeah. because that's not Christ-like, right? So what is the underlying principle that they are, are thinking is true there? Why would they think that Christian nationalism would privilege Christians? Because we want Christian principles to be established in the in the governmental structures, mm-hmm. you know, in the laws. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of saying, you know, this would be kind of a normal thing, like mm-hmm. like an atheist would want atheistic things. Gotcha. Um, you know, uh, somebody else would want some other things mm-hmm. because it would benefit them. You know. Okay, um, so but that's not that's what, not what and that, well, that's not what the founders were saying either. Right. See, that's right. what I don't understand about it. Because just say we want to get rid of the Constitution right. and put nothing in its place. That's exactly what what they would have to do. And yeah. that's what I'm saying about the father being a fool for yeah. not having any sort of laws in his house. That's what it would become. Or else, what is your standard for uh, having laws? Yeah. What, what laws do you follow, if not Christ's laws in the Bible? the Judeo-Christian values, then what other values are there? That's what I don't understand. Why are they still trying to hold on to? Christian nationalism rejects these constitutional guarantees. They're appealing to the Constitution, which was all made by Christians. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) But they they really want the Constitution gone. Exactly. So they're definitely redefining and changing the definition of, which would be the same thing, (laughs) of Christian nationalism. Because what we're saying is Christian nationalism is essentially what America was founded on. So then, how is Christian nationalism rejecting constitutional guarantees when it was Christian nationalists who wrote the Constitution? Yeah, it's so it's so ridiculous. Um, But yet the uh, let's say here, I I love this too because they they don't really cite any kind of stats or any real like yeah. everything is anecdotal yeah um so the their their information because i mean if you look right like on right on the front front page if you look at that quote from samuel perry and philip gorsky it says white christian nationalism is one of the oldest and most powerful notice the white part there too it needs to be a most powerful currents in american politics but until the insurrection which was not armed it's not really an insurrection. It was invisible to most Americans. The so, worst insurrection okay. in history. So, yeah. It lasted three hours. The vote still went through. Nothing happened. You feel strongly about this, James? Oh, it makes me nuts because, oh, they're trying to destroy democracy. Yes. Um, <laughs> they were terrible at it. Um, but, uh, so, here it's... We're says, not even a democracy. <laughs> I know. I know. Constitutional Republic. 
<laughs> but everything is democracy, right? Um, so here, and so so it's it's an old, it's the oldest, the most powerful currents in American politics. It's so old, and so so like there and powerful that they couldn't find any real information on it except from recent scholarship and thought leadership oh, around religion classic it's like the experts say exactly oh good would what you experts? would you cite cite some of them please for yeah, us yeah let's let's uh you know give me give me some some, some other proof. things yeah at least than someone's that, biased opinion on it yeah at least that other people actually are talking about this but there's no there's no defining of terms at all no so it's all amorphous anything could religion could mean anything yeah sometimes it means something good sometimes it could mean something bad depending on what the context is that they're talking about but i don't even know what the word means in this because i don't know where they're coming from because they haven't defined it right yeah what does christian mean even in christian nationalism well it, it can only mean progressive christianity because who who as a christian wouldn't want the like the founding principles in the constitution like who wouldn't want that who wouldn't want freedom don't know who wouldn't want those, those kind of things it's just i mean so nuts man yeah People this is not doing anything despicable. for me immediately <laughs> well yeah we'll, we'll move on yeah. but the even even the people who I, I could think of that they probably are talking about who are like you would call them like maybe not you like extremists right or white wing right wing yeah extremists right well it says like right up here january 6th again the insurrection okay um that attack the mob that attacked the u.s capitol included self-identified okay. proud boys three percenters yeah. and other far-right groups yeah so yeah. so even those on the far-right group uh far-right groups they still love america they uh they love the constitution right so even if they're living it out in a wrong way or they go overboard I don't understand Christian nationalism rejects these constitutional guarantees when they still love the constitution. Right. They're not trying to get rid of the constitution. They're trying to uphold it. That's why they are fighting right. and or doing a terrible job at fighting, but at least trying to go against the government because the government that would be trying to go against the constitution, right. they don't want that. Right. So. All right. <clears throat> so what is Christian nationalism? Um, this is from the, <laughs> from the article, not from me. Christian nationalism is a cultural framework that conflates American identity with an exclusive form of religious identity rooted in the myth that we are founded as a Christian nation, okay. citing anything. No, no. Okay. And therefore en enjoy special favor by God. Proponents of Christian nationalism seek a fusion of religious and civil life to the detriment of both. Christian nationalism incorporates anti-democratic notions of white supremacy, nativism, patriarchy, and authoritarianism. Boy, there's some buzzwords for you, huh? I, Seeking I to concentrate power in a select group. Exactly. Yeah. Seeking, seeking to co concentrate power in a select group. It's so not the case like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous well saying okay so i'm trying to understand where they're coming from so saying the word christian as meaning um religion and nationalism meaning civil life right thinking that they are not connected at all 
is rejects everything that the founders believed. Absolutely. You, you cannot read them and think that they did not want Christ in the nation. That's I I I I guess I want to be fair, not really to these people, no no offense, but they're not trying to be fair. Right. No, so, not at all. A wrong view, I th- I would say, a wrong view of identifying America as like God's chosen people or God's nation or something like that without any foundation for that. I'm talking about wanting to like go to the death for America instead of going to the death for Christ. Right. Right. And that's what they're they're mentioning too is that it's it's not a it's a political ideology, not a religious thing. Mm-hmm. Now, that's fine. Take the Christian out. Because there is no Christianity there if it's not a religious thing. And then and it's just a political ideology. Mm-hmm. And you can say, like Proud Boys, I I don't know anything about them, but I bet they're not Christians. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so where's the Christian come in? You know? Like the it, it's it's again, it, those are buzzwords. White Christian nationalist mm-hmm. buzzwords. Put them in there because they show again that cultural Marxist kind of viewpoint, mm-hmm. cultural hegemony, the oppressor oppressed kind of stuff. Splitting everybody it's, up into and, it. and that is it. It's the division. And uh, like there there's definitely this is a little bit of a side side kind of thing, um, a little little digression, but the necessity of homogeny in the culture is so important. And, and so we have these, this diverse culture. We have all of these different uh, people groups who have come over here. We are probably the, I think we're probably the most diverse nation in the world. Um, and, but, but there still has to be homogeneity. There still has to be mm-hmm. something that keeps us together mm-hmm. as a nation. Mm-hmm. And that, that thing that keeps us together as a nation are the laws that are established for our nation, mm-hmm. um, and so and those laws are are have to be built on something that that is is beneficial for all of the people groups, and that's what we have in our mm-hmm. constitution, mm-hmm. and what we have in our constitution is built off of <laughs> those Christ-like principles. See that, and that's and the thing so that's we that need I think homogeny. is. I think that's tough for people to um, understand is what we, what Christians are saying is we have, we do have exclusivity in that Christ is the best way. Right. He is the way. Yeah. He, he is the yeah. way. And so I understand where it's like, well, Muslims say that they have their way and Jews say that they have their way. And we are saying, yes, we have our way. We're not saying, no, take every way out of it. Right. And it's just the myth of neutrality everything is neutral and we we don't want to push christianity onto anybody it's like we kind of do yeah we want to do that in in love of course but if we actually believe what we say we believe that christ is king over he's the king of kings and he's um supreme and he is the only way and the only truth and the only life then we are doing a great detriment to the rest of the world by not letting them come under the rule of Christ right. and sure. seeing him for the most majestic king that in the world. And this weird like tradition in Christianity 
that's like we need to be like the minority kind of and like sure persecuted mm. and stuff like that and it's like well we will be persecuted that might be a wrong reading of some of <laughs> yeah sure. we will be persecuted and we will be if we're, if we're true followers of sure, Christ, uh, sure yeah we will suffer that mm-hmm. um but that doesn't mean that we also should not seek for Christ, for the majority of people in the, the majority, world to be Christians. Exactly. I don't understand exactly. why that would be. It's like, no, no, we don't want, we don't want everybody to be a Christian because then everybody would be a Christian. Well, well, I think it goes back to, and this will be a whole other topic. <laughs> Bring in that eschatology. Oh, boy. <laughs> ah, you said the quiet exactly. part out loud again. <laughs> it's that whole idea that Christianity um, loses and then wins. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, you know, it's just going to get worse and worse. Everybody's going to be, everybody's going to get, um, you know, uh, Christians are going to be beheaded. Christians are going to be, be standing before Kings, um, and all of this stuff and being, and then, then, then the end comes, Christ comes back. Then we fight the big battle and then we, then he wins. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we don't think that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so our, our viewpoint is definitely that, like it says in Isaiah right there, oh, God. um, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on the, on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from that time and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. And when is the, from that time, um, that's like right. exegetically right. for unto us, a child is born. Yeah. Like that's when the kingdom was here. When yep. the king was born, yep. the kingdom was here. And of the increase of that government and of peace, there will be no end. Yep. And that's why it's so important that like we're in the kingdom now. Yeah, It's not like we're waiting for that. When Jesus comes back, he's going to establish that. Right. You know, I understand those are fighting words. Yeah. I understand that. But that's why eschatology does definitely matter. Because if Christ is reigning now and he is the king now, it definitely lends itself to a, uh, his kingdom is going to be increasing and increasing and increasing. And then like Paul says, till all of his enemies are put under his feet and then the end will come. That's a whole different outlook on life. Right. And probably, and why we brought this up now, probably why it lends itself to the Christian nationalists being more in the post-millennial camp, which would believe that, that, that Christ's kingdom is going to keep expanding in this world. So it's like, uh, let's go do that in America. Sure. But if you don't expect that to happen and you're seeing those other Bible passages about you'll be hated by all nations for my sake and all that, uh, but he who endures to the end will be saved. So it's like we got to be striving for every lost soul. Everything is every, an every little thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Not a, it's not a winning. It's not a triumph. Yes, thing. exactly. It's always a battle and a struggle and a this. So and it's that. like, oh, we don't want to force Christianity upon people because then we might, you know, overtake the world with the gospel. <laughs> we don't want what, that. What that would be that terrible. Be. <laughs> oh, those stinking Christians running around, <laughs> changing things up and making, making, making natives wear Christian clothes again. and stuff. Feeding the hungry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Helping people not kill each other. Oh, man. That's Setting terrible. free the oppressed. No, we don't want that. <laughs> That's right. So, um, that's why at the beginning I said, like, I for one would like a Christian nation. Sure. And I of don't course. mean that in a prideful way. I mean for the nation, not for me. I'm fine. 
True. Like, where, like I've learned in all things to be content, to quote the Apostle Paul, even though I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm learning to be You're content. You're learning to be content, yes. But too. I think for the world, if every world was a Christian nation, oh, it'd be great. that'd be sweet. And not in like a fake way. Like the Middle Ages. Right. Where it's like, oh, it's a Christian nation because it, they are under <clears throat> the rule of the Pope. That was more and... theocratic. Than, exactly. Than anything. Yeah. So, but a nation filled with Christians would be right. a Christian nation. Right. Give and me that. That, that I think, really is is a is a practical, and, um, and essential goal. You know, is that and however, all of the the you know as we mentioned before, a theonomy or 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 that Christian nationalism um, presents itself. The changing of the culture because of the gospel is the key thing, I think, mm-hmm. that, 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 um, that starts to build that, mm-hmm. you know, and, yep. and without the hearts of the people turned to God, well then, right. you know, then, then the it's nation, only going to be a shell yeah. of Christianity. Yeah. My observation would be that if you have, a, in a Christian nation, you're going to have the cross by the White House. You're going to have Ten Commandments in schools. You're going to have prayer in schools. Here's my, my question. I think a lot of people in the modern evangelical church today would be like, we don't want a Christian nation. We, could, we don't want politics and religion to mix. Right. Maybe because it just hasn't done well before, perhaps, like in the Middle Ages or something. But then, oh, you, you took the Ten Commandments and prayer out of schools. How dare you do that? So you're saying you want a Christian nation then. Right. Because we're not saying that you want an Islamic prayer up in the schools or that you want King Jamun's, I can't say his name still. You, <laughs> uh, you want his face on every school in every schoolroom. I don't think anybody would say we want that. So I think every Christian should want a Christian nation because the reason you're a Christian is because you believe that it's the best thing for yourself, but also for society. So to me, I don't mind that. Yes, we're being very exclusive to say we can have the cross Right. In the um, by the Washington Monument, or we can have the Jesus, like the Rio de Janeiro, you know, with the the statue of Jesus. Um, I'm not too big on statues of people in general, but <laughs> being the good reform, oh, now we reformer want to make statues of all the saints. <laughs> Let's make all the graven images we can. <laughs> no, only the Lutheran Calvin. You said the quiet part out loud. The best, the best button. Um, yeah, so. Instead of being like, well, no, you can't have your Buddhist temple, but we also can't have our cross. And right. we're just all, like, neutral, and that's okay. And then we'll just be like our little Christian individuals around in the nation. I don't think that's what Christians really want. Right. I don't think we should want that. No. I think we should want, you can't make your Buddhist temples here because this is a Christian nation, but you're allowed to still be a Buddhist. We're not going to force you to change your religion or something. Sure. But if you're living in America, realize the reason that you wanted to come to America is because you probably were escaping some sort of oppression or, you know, on a raft. Or so you were just looking for, for the, you're, you're here for some the reason. opportunity. Yeah, the yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Or maybe the land or whatever it is, you know. Um, but whatever reason that you're here, uh, you're going to, but you're going to follow these rules and you're going to see pictures of Jesus and you're going to have prayer in the schools and stuff because this is the best way. And it's just the way it is. It's not that it's like to be forced, but in a, in a Christian <laughs> nation, then, which is what we're talking about in Christian nationalism, this is the way that it would be. And I guess my point is, I think all Christians which would say amen 
Yeah. Why? You would think unless you want think. prayer out of schools, is my right. That's my right, point. Right. You know. And I mean, if you want the Ten know. Commandments out of school, yeah. You know. Um, but then don't complain about it when it's taken out of school. Right. <laughs> well, I like um, an, an older blog and may blog from uh, mm-hmm. Doug that was don't take the bait. Mm-hmm. You know? So true. And, so true. And all of this is bait. All of this yes. is just to get people riled up to yeah. react and do podcasts like this. Yeah, but no. but but, well, but we're, no. we're correcting the bait. Yeah, we're just we're we're responding to it, which is I think okay. Yeah. It's that reaction. Yeah. And and we see it throughout the culture and I think this is what Doug was talking about. If you take the bait, then you react in in like and and it's not an equal and opposite reaction. It's a knee jerk. Yeah. It's it's a you know, well, they're doing this, so I'm going to be I'm yeah. going to have to uh, to fight against this with as much force as I possibly right. can because that's just wrong. And it's it's like you got to calm down oh. because that's what they're looking as for. As much as they blew January 6th out of proportion, that was the problem yeah. with what did happen there yep. was people took the bait. <laughs> yep. And that's then it. They, were, they had the ammo to then use it. Yep. in this article that we're reading three exactly. years later, exactly. which it never should have made it you know, yep. to that far. All right, but anyway, we go all right. The... let's go into the all other right. side so of this. This, this is, is such a, this is a react. A little this reacts. is a little react, yeah. But it's a very short video, and it mm-hmm. really says... All it needs to be said. It says a lot of stuff. Yeah, so hopefully um, you can kind of see in this video a different sense of Christian nationalism right. than what was just given to us there. And a much, much more... Much less pugilistically biased. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah, let's do it. The term Christian nationalism has been thrown around a lot lately, most of the time as a way to dismiss or mock anyone who wants to engage in politics as a Christian. But those of us who look to the broad Christian tradition should seize the term for ourselves. We are indeed Christian nationalists. The nation is not a mere collection of people, but a people united around a set of shared loves. Some of these loves are universal in all nations, such as the love of family and home. Other loves are more particular to each nation, such as shared culture, language, and national struggles and achievements. Together, these loves form a nation's way of life, generating a love for the place in which you and your ancestors conducted that way of life. Johann Herder once said that everyone loves his country, his manners, his language, his wife, his children not because they are the best in the world, but because they are absolutely his own, and he loves himself and his own labors in them. Now, when we hear the term nationalism, many of us think of fascism or militarism, and there's a history of that in the world for sure. But it's better to think of the ism of nationalism as referring to the nation acting as a people for their national good. A Christian... So, I like that definition. Um, And the idea of fascism is is what they're talking Mm. about. That idea of, no, no, they want to be a, like, and you, you read it throughout the whole thing. It's about power. Forcing about their way over, yeah. And, uh, and, and the idea that America is special. America is special in God's eyes. It, and, and that's that whole swing to Trumpism. That's mm. that whole swing to um, this, this, um, this this the stuff you hear in the media now mm-hmm. about well Trump's a fascist gotcha. that's what they mean you know they're calling him a white su- white supremacist nationalist. Christian nationalist and so therefore he is a fascist 
it's it's a therefore it's not you know it's they're not one or the other it is what they're saying you know so it's very interesting acting as a people for their national good a christian nation is a nation that is self-consciously christian and on that account seeks the nation's complete good earthly and heavenly goods for themselves and for their posterity now the two ways that a people order themselves is through civil law and social customs civil laws when just are ordinances of God binding our conscience. Why? Because just laws are rooted in God's moral law. Amen. God's law is tailored for our good and happiness. Our highest happiness is found in eternal life. I would think that a lot of even um, atheists or people who aren't Christians would still come to America and want it to still be a Christian nation. Of course. Of course, as soon as you destroy our constitution, what, what, well, what's the why, benefit of coming Exactly. Here? Right. You know, just go back just stay where you are because there's nothing more and here for you. That's the whole point of Christian nationalism yeah. is saying even if they don't get saved, they're still going to be living in a better society for better, the betterment of their um, condition of the world, mm. which is kind of what the Constitution is for. Like that's all that us as humans really have the power over. We don't have the power of changing people's hearts, though we do. The more you spread the gospel, there's a better chance of people being saved from our point of view because um, how blessed are those who preach the good news? How can they hear if they don't preach? So if you have a nation where like, the gospel is being preached all the time and people are flocking to it because they like it and you're not being jerks, you probably have a good chance of seeing salvations also. <clears throat> sure. But we realize, he's going to say that in a second, we realize that just even if it's a Christian nation in like a, the, the, the best way possible, that doesn't mean that you know everybody's going to be saved then. Right. But you probably are going to have a better chance than, oh, sure. than in Islamic countries today, oh, absolutely, right? Yeah. So. And so civil law ought to order us to the things of eternal life, word and sacrament. Civil law cannot compel belief in the gospel, nor that one worships God in heart, but it can create the best outward conditions for one to conduct undisturbed and focused worship of God. Thus, in addition to ensuring justice in our civil relations, Civil authority can regulate the Sabbath day, for example, mm. to remove those Which daily is, cares and has concerns. been part of our culture for years. Mm -hmm. Blue laws, right? And that's all removed now, at least in our area. I mean, maybe in certain parts of the country. I love this open, and then it's closed for the Lord's day. Mm. I love that. Like, what a great nation that would be. Authority can regulate the Sabbath day, for example, to remove those daily cares and concerns that distract us from Sunday worship. Though often defined by its abuse, cultural Christianity is vital to Christian nationalism. While civil law is an explicit ordering of society, cultural Christianity operates implicitly by establishing in us a positive prejudicial regard for the gospel. It cannot bring us to faith, but it makes the truths of the faith plausible to us. Cultural Christianity also contributes to a more orderly high trust society, since everyone has a mutual expectation of Christian conduct. Thus, we have an explicit ordering of civil law and an implicit ordering by social custom. Together, these compose the sort of thing Christian nationalism is, what I call a totality of national action. This is a fancy way of saying that all things that a Christian nation would expect of us, both in law and custom, and no matter how mundane, are for the good of the whole. I'm Stephen Wolf. For more on Christian nationalism, check out my book, The Case for Christian Nationalism. It's a cool cover. Yeah. The power of words and how you view the words are. 
because I would be hard pressed to find a Christian who would not want that world. Right. But the guy we were talking about before about for whatever the, the guy's name was that we watched before, he's saying Christian nationalism is terrible and stinks because it's for all things that this guy is not saying that Christian nationalism is. So that's why if you don't know what the definition is of mm. Christian nationalism, you're going to have a completely different view of it. And that's not just true with Christian nationalism. That's true with like every topic in Christianity or in the Bible that you study. Um, just because of the presuppositions you have going into it or because you've heard some things that other somebody else says about it that if you're a person who actually believes that, you're going to be like, I don't believe that. Or I would not put it that way, at least, you know, sure. or something like that. Sure. And um, it's, uh, it's really important that we... Uh, accurately define what we're talking about according to the truth not according to even what the person who believes it because they might believe it wrongly but according to the truth of what um the words actually mean you know well i'd like to hear also well what does your what does your um nation look like define what a good nation looks like Mm -hmm. from this perspective it's funny because it's so consistent without christ yeah it's so consistent to see like when you we watch debates and things like that when someone is just arguing against someone else's point well if you can't define your own like your own make your own case Mm -hmm. make a case for no no this is what i believe Mm -hmm. this is what i think would be the best thing for the nation Mm -hmm. well do that right they're not doing that because it's, so it's so much easier they're to put something attacking. down <clears throat> than right. to, to actually build something up well especially when you don't have any sort of a foundation for building anything you can't positive anything morally off of this yeah so all right you don't want a christian nation right so do you agree that you need to have laws in the nation of some sort police right. of some sort policing okay so if you're not going to build it off of biblical principles what principles are you going to build it off of? Are you just going to make it up now? Because that's probably going to last 15 years. Yeah. Like it always has until it was something that was formed on. If God, your laws, if your, if your rights come from man, mm-hmm. you will lose them. And it seems to be a pretty short period of time. Mm-hmm. And because that's, that's whoever's in control will just determine who you're, who, right. who, what rights are, are whose, you know? And, uh, and what things are rights. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, but, but build a case for that. Right. You know, don't just attack, build a case. Like, yeah. Okay. It's like, uh, we watch debates on Calvinism and, or no, Romans nine. <laughs> oh, you said the quiet part out loud again. <laughs> but, but like build a case exegetically breaking down Romans nine from your perspective. Mm-hmm. Don't just tell me why it can't mean that. Right that's the that's i don't know what it does mean but it can't mean that yeah well until you come up with something else i'm gonna believe what it's it's right so uh and to me that that that's just a dishonest way of presenting Mm -hmm. you know something so well when we have a foundation called scripture then our whole life and beliefs has to be based off of that sure and so if you're not building it off of scripture then you're going against your own foundation right so, yeah, what are these folks, these yeah. supposed Christians building right. their life off of? Right, if not the Bible. Yeah, yeah. I guess just love, just nebulous. Love, yeah. Which is so funny because they're going it's not against love. the God of love. Yeah, so. 
Anyway, this was good. Yeah. I think this was a good night. Yeah, me too. Um, hopefully this is useful stuff yeah. for people out there. Um, looking forward to really, I know some folks um, had done some good study on this in prep for our uh, counterculture. Um, we'd encourage you to, to come out uh, counterculture. We're trying to get it more consistent with, um, but it, it is one time a month mm-hmm. now, um, yeah. but we'd love to, to have you, um, we'd love to hear what you, yeah. oh, what absolutely. you have to say. Yeah, and if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, yeah. uh, we're getting more into theolo- theology topics and biblical doctrines and stuff like that. So um, if you have something like that that you have a question about, um, or even something in the creed maybe that doesn't make sense to you or that you have a question about, um, we would love to have a counterculture on that. So, yeah. Amen. Thank you guys for, uh, for watching, and um, I hope that this has been really helpful for you and that you will continue to um, follow us. Your support really does matter um, because it will be seen by more people the yeah. more that uh, that you guys are watching. But hopefully it's just you just enjoy our, yeah. our banter too. <laughs> and as the Lord uh, opens things up, who knows, you know, maybe we'll uh, we'll be able to um, to reach out to other people and yeah. have special guests, yeah. those kind of exactly. things like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, so um, it helps. like that. It helps getting more, um, if we're out there yeah. for more people to see, then we have more clout when we ask Doug Wilson to come on our show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> when he's like 90 balls. Remnant radio. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> that would be good. So There's good. so much good stuff out yes. there to, to look into. So yeah, um, we'd encourage you to do that. Yeah. So. Um, All right. Yes, I guess that is me. It's your closing. All right. So uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Don't forget this. Matthew 16, the gates of hell, Jesus said, will not prevail against the church of Christ. Amen. Ah, you said the quiet part out loud again. Exactly. (laughs) See you guys.